Hello, everybody. Warren Smith here, and I'd like to welcome you back to the Ministry Watch podcast. On today's extra episode, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some of the changes that we've made to the Ministry Watch website over the last few weeks and explain to you why we did it and how I hope that uh, you'll find these changes to be an improvement uh, to the site and make it easier for you to use. Now, I should admit, though, straightway, right off the bat, that by both temperament and by conviction, I I tend to be something of an incrementalist. When the Beatles song came out, You Say You Want a Revolution, my answer to that was, uh, no thanks, I'm good the way things are. And when I hear talk about a sexual revolution or an industrial revolution or even the Jesus revolution, I think, you know, beware of unintended consequences. And also, be careful what you ask for. But even I have to admit that sometimes change is necessary, even good. Now, not all changes are improvements, but all improvements do require some kind of change. And that's why from time to time, we do make incremental changes to the Ministry Watch website. And I'd like to highlight some of those changes for you and um, note how we hope that they will allow us to serve you better in the future. First of all, I want to mention a couple of changes to the homepage. We recently changed the look of the front page to increase the number of featured stories from three to five. When we launched Ministry Watch back in 2019, we worked hard to post one new story every day. But today, we post three to five new stories a day, sometimes more, and articles were rolling off the front page far too quickly. We want our new articles to stay on the front page longer so they can get the readership they deserve. And by increasing the number of featured stories from three to five, we think this new format will allow for that. I also want to mention that for technical reasons I won't bore you with, the style of our subheads, sometimes called deck heads in the journalism trade, were sometimes kind of hard to read. But uh, standard word templates wouldn't let us change them to the way we wanted. Well, within the last couple of months, we actually bit the bullet and hired a a software programmer, and he wrote some additional code that uh, would allow us to make some changes to those headlines that will allow them to be easier to read. Uh, Changes that were not possible in the normal WordPress templates. The result, we think, makes the headlines and the subheads or the deckheads easier to read. Now, I also want to mention a change that I'm particularly excited about, and that's the creation of an investigations page. One of the things that we've learned here at Ministry Watch is that important stories often unfold over time and not all at once. So, for example, when the Charlotte Observer won a Pulitzer Prize for its coverage of the Jim Baker PTL scandal back in the 80s, it did more than 900 stories over a three-year period. And if you looked at just one of those articles, you would not have gotten the whole story or understood its significance. The same can be said of the Boston Globe's Spotlight team, which did more than 500 stories 
as part of its Pulitzer Prize-winning coverage of the Catholic Church clergy sex scandal. Now, over the past four years, Ministry Watch has found itself returning again and again to certain stories. If you're a regular reader, you probably know what they are. Ravi Zacharias, Canna Cook, Hillsong, Jerry Falwell Jr. and Liberty University, Bible Translation, John Ankerberg, Mark Driscoll. These are just a few of many. Now, some of these stories have involved us writing more than 50 articles, tens of thousands of words. Now, we've aggregated all of these articles onto that newly created investigations page. This page will allow you to get a more complete and nuanced understanding of these topics, and they will allow us to highlight stories that we think have a particular significance. By the way, we've also changed the um, navigation bar at the top of the homepage so that the investigations are easy to find. So just go to the front page and hit that investigations button at the top of the page, and you will find that new page. I'd love to know what you think. Another change that we've made is that we've created a new column called On This Date at Ministry Watch. For the past three years, I have included in my weekly review article a section called On This Date. This section served two purposes. First, and I've got to admit straightway that this is a big reason, I'm a sucker for these kind of columns, these what I call look-back features. And I thought that some of you would be interested as well. Turns out, I was right, and some people tell me that it's the only reason that they read my weekly review columns. I'm not sure whether that's a compliment, but I'll say thanks anyway. Now, a second reason for doing this column is just as important. This column imposes a kind of journalistic discipline on us here at Ministry Watch. What happened to the person who was indicted for a crime last year or two years ago? What about the natural disaster that took place four years ago that everybody was giving money to? Well, what happened to that money? Should we do a follow-up story? Often, the answer to these questions is yes. Almost every week, I assign a reporter to do a follow-up based on this date feature. Or we add an editor's note, an update to an older story. However, as time has gone by, the on this date feature in my weekly review caused that uh, column to sort of swell out of control. 1,200, sometimes 14 or 1,500 words. The column I decided was just trying to do too much, and it was becoming harder and harder for readers to find what they were looking for. So, Kim Roberts, who shares my passion for this kind of look-back column, has taken over this feature, and we will publish it as a separate column with her byline most Thursdays here at Ministry Watch. My weekly review column will continue to appear every Friday. Now, if you've read this far into what is essentially an under-the-hood look at the Ministry Watch engine, that says something about you. You're a part of the Ministry Watch inner circle. You're a Ministry Watch nerd. I, I say that, by the way, with great affection. You care about what we do and how we do it. So from one nerd to another, I just want to offer a hearty thank you, because it's for you that we do what we do. 
Well, thanks for listening to today's episode, and I hope you find some of the changes that we've made to the Ministry Watch website over the last couple of weeks to be helpful to you. If you have suggestions for changes, by all means, send me an email. My email address is wsmith at ministrywatch.com, or you can just hit the reply button on our daily emails. The producers for today's program are Rich Rosell and Jeff McIntosh. We get database, technical, editorial, and other support from Kim Roberts, uh, Casey Suddeth, Christina Darnell, Stephen DeBerry, Rod Pitzer, and a whole lot more. I'm Warren Smith, the host, and I look forward to chatting with you again on Friday when Natasha and I do our normal weekly update of the day's news. God bless you.